calling all makers, entrepreneurs, investors, and more. It's time for Invention Brand Podcast. One of the most important decisions you'll make is choosing a name that represents your brand and sets you apart from the competition. In this series, we're interviewing some of Evans IP Law's clients who are the most powerful entrepreneurs and leaders in the maker space. It's time you get to know the stories behind their brands. Join our host, attorney Andrea Hintz Evans, as we explore the process of selecting a name from the brainstorming stage to trademarking and everything in between welcome to invention brand podcast Welcome, everyone, to another amazing episode. You're going to smell good after this interview because you're going to know where to find all of Marilyn Shindell's products at Ritual Waters. Marilyn, thank you so much for joining me today. You're most welcome. Glad to be here. Well, I'm so happy to have you here because you've been in this business for a while. You have a unique trajectory that our listeners can understand and, but you know, they can basically sympathize with, you know, because they have all these ideas and they want to take action and they're at crossroads in their maker and entrepreneurial lives. And so let's start at the beginning. Did you always know that you wanted to be a maker and an entrepreneur? No, I had, um, uh, this was in the early nineties. I had gotten AOL through the help of my partner at the time and had discovered a soap making board on AOL. And I thought that was really interesting. I said, people actually make soap. So I got on there and I got, um, saw some people on New York, in New York, Long Island, where I was living at the time that were part of that group. And I ordered my first soap making kit and I got it and I I said, okay, it says to put it into a mold. So I called the woman that from where I bought the soap making kit. And she said, yeah, just buy a uh, length of PVC pipe or um, uh, a downspout gutter pipe, cut it into 10 inch lengths, uh, plastic wrap wrap with duct tape on the one end. And that's what you use for your soap mold. And I thought, okay. And that's how I started my business. That's how I made my first batch of soap was with a um, downspout gutter pipe. Wow. Well, you make that sound so easy. And I'm sure everyone is headed to the store now for these products. Now that was in the 90s. So it's probably even easier now with moles and yes, they have classes and things like that. Uh, yes, it is. I've I've bought the, you know, the loaf molds and stuff like that. I, that's basically what I use. And I've been making soap for about 20 years now. And what was interesting, this was, like I said, way back in the early 90s. And there was not that many people that were around and a group of us got together and we went up to upstate New York to a woman that owned a bed and breakfast and we made our own soap first soap conference. We, um, you know, gathered together what, pe- what people knew and we talked about it and demonstrated it and taught others what we knew. And it was, it was awesome. It was like, you know, like baby, baby soap conference. Back wow. Then. I mean, the fact that you actually took something from an AOL board made the soap for yourself, but not only that, started teaching others how to make soap. So 
did you ever feel that you couldn't do that? Like, I mean, you're talking about something now that was before everyone had a lot of websites and chat groups and right. a lot of social media. So, I mean, how did you find people that wanted to make soap and did you feel comfortable teaching others how to do it? Um, I really didn't start um, teaching others how to do it until um, I moved down to North Carolina and there was a art place um, and art school and I had gone into their Christmas show with my soaps and they asked, could you teach soap making? And I said, I guess. And that's how I started teaching soap. And I love teaching soaping to other people because it's so wonderful to see that spark of, look what I made, look what I did. And that just warms my heart. And I love spreading the word about this new addiction that people can have making soap. Wow. Well, I have the addiction of purchasing the soap. <laughs> um, and I must say that I'm definitely a customer of Ritual Waters and you smell amazing right now. <laughs> so, so we'll talk about the products and everything, but I think it's something to be said um, as our listeners listen in that you kind of have to go with what your customers are asking for. So you're selling the soap, but then there was a need. And it sounds like you fulfilled that need because people literally asked you, can you teach me? So right. I, kudos to you for stepping out and actually teaching the classes. Yes. It's been, it's been very gratifying and I, and I love, and I love doing it. I love, I doing love it. that because a lot of people are listening and they say, Hey, I don't know how to do it. So we've talked to makers and entrepreneurs that have private labeling, but this is an avenue where they actually can make their own soap and brand it. And so congratulations to you. For well, that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, let's just fast forward to ritual waters. But before we do that, you were making soap for yourself. You started teaching others how to make it. Now, when did you have that pivotal moment where you said, I need to sell this? Someone else may want to purchase this because that's a big step in business. I had seen some craft shows um, advertised and I thought, well, I'll, I'll try to do that. And I bought a tent to use to sell it. I bought some tables and um, I just started doing it. I just said, let me take the chance and start seeing where it goes. I have a lot of soap and, you know, they've built up and I like making soap, but I got to also sell it too. Cause I, you know, I need to, you know, I want to start a business and started it out small with a few craft shows and then discovered other entrepreneurs that um, were selling their products and stuff like that. And it just went from there. Wow. And Marilyn is lighting up talking about it because everyone can remember the first dollar they made in business. And it means a lot. All it takes is one customer to purchase and the rest is history. Right. So I'm just glad that you kept going from, you know, one customer, two customer, three plus. Um, so I'm glad that you're doing that. But let's talk about the name because you can't just sell soap without a label and you had to go through the process of branding your product and you chose Ritual Waters. Now, why did you choose that name? For me, baths have always, baths have always been a ritual. I you know, I take showers because that's what normally people do. But taking that time to take a bath, to fill that tub with wa with scented water or put bath salts in it, to light a candle and just sit in that space, that's your, that's your ritual. That's your meditation space. That's your time to say, okay, I'm shutting the door on all of the out there and I'm going to be all in here by myself and just breathe and just come, come into your, just settle into yourself is what I talk, 
say that that is settling back into yourself and figuring out, okay, this is my time. This is my space. I'm not going to worry about family, people, the world out there just to be with myself and see where I am at today and where maybe I want to be tomorrow. Oh gosh, I'm ready to take a bath. I don't know about you all, but just your description really hits home to many of us, including myself as a wife and as a mother. The only time you really have to yourself is in the bathroom. And taking a bath is so relaxing and fulfilling and your soap smell amazing. And I'll tell you that personally, as a customer, when I use the products, it just transforms me into a space of being able to relax, being able to think, you know, and and just be in my thoughts and set goals and, Mm -hmm. you know, just feel relaxed, which is the most important thing that we can do. And we know as we have all survived the pandemic, we know it's important to take time and relax and have that mental space just be at 100%. Right. Now, you're selling a lot of soap and you're teaching these classes. So if someone special said, Marilyn, we are ready to order and we need you to impress this person, you know, some dignitary could be the prince, could be the president, could be whoever, what would you recommend they put in their cart? Um, at least some some bath salts, obviously, to take that bath with and to have that space with yourself. Um, do you mean what kind of product you send? And also some soaps. Um, I have some, um, one I like to call, it's called Sweet Earth. And it's a kind of a grounding kind of scent. Um, I have a lavender rosemary that is, you know, for calming. And rosemary is also for, you know, for memory and for thinking about things. That sounds good. I mean, that's enough. That's a start because I know our listeners are saying, hey, you've described the brand, you know, Ritual Waters as a trademark attorney is a very strong name. So you took two words that exist and put them together and it's what we call a suggestive trademark. So it makes you kind of think about what the brand is. So immediately when you say ritual waters, I don't know what that is, but when you say, hey, my soaps kind of create this ritual that you have as you take a bath, this water. So it's not descriptive where it immediately describes something, but it's a strong brand and something to think about. Did you have other names? Like, was it hard to create that brand or did it just really come to you? It just, it just really, come, just really came to me. And my tagline on my, on my brand is all things wild and water filled are good for the soul. And that came from, I was watching um, James Harriet's movies, All Creatures Great and Small. And that just kind of rolled into my brain at that point when I was thinking about my brand and what I wanted to say, this is, this is who I am and this is what my products can do for you. Wow. Good, Good for you, Marilyn. And I'm just really listening to you talk about the product and it's just magical. It really is. So it's hard to kind of put in words how these soaps and products and bath salts and the scents that you combine together, the lavender and the rosemary transforms you. So definitely if you're listening and shopping at the same time, drop some notes in the comments and tell Marilyn what favorite scent you love or what you want to see, or even if you want to follow up and learn more about classes and opportunities to learn how to be a maker, definitely contact you. Uh, But let's have a little fun today, Marilyn. Okay. Now, this is going to be an off-the-wall question. I'm sure no one has ever even asked you this because it has really nothing to do with the brand, but just something to think about. 
if you could choose an animal that represents your brand, what animal would that be? And why would you choose that animal? Oh my gosh. Um, I, for some reason, an, an otter came into my um, field, <laughs> field of memory. I guess otters because they're playful, but they love being in the water. They love swimming around, but they also are a little bit mischievous. And I think that's what we need to be, have that aspect in our lives, the water to think and to play in, but also to, you know, just to take something and maybe turn it on its head a little bit and just mis be mischievous. Oh, that's, uh, that's not an animal that we would normally think about, but it makes sense when yeah. you describe it. And that's why I said it's an off the wall yeah. question. Um, and you raise a good point, though. They're going to be a lot of good times in business, but you're going to have a lot of challenges. You know, yeah. you may be on your head, like you said, like this otter and having to kind of pivot. And so give some advice, you know, just one or, one to two sentences, because I have a lot of clients listening and a lot of potential makers and entrepreneurs that have ideas, but they don't take action. You know, they talk themselves out of moving forward. So what advice would you give that person? Never. I know a lot of people and myself included over the years um, have that thing about fear and wanting and, you know, not wanting to put that next step forward because you're afraid of what might happen. And one thing I've learned is fear you're always going to have with you. It's never going to go away. Um, and one thing, one thing there's a woman, Elizabeth Gilbert has written a book about, you know, uh, big magic, which means, you know, inspiration. And one thing she talks about is when you're in your car and you're driving your life, put fear in the back seat. Don't let it drive or put it next to you, but don't let it drive. And just, you know, it's going to always be there, but you take control and just keep moving forward on your path of whatever you want to do. And just have that, you know, just know that whatever drives your passion, whatever fills you up, that's what you pursue whatever form that it takes. Well said, Marilyn. And that's a way that we can end the podcast today. I want to thank you for being here and tell us where um, our listeners can follow up with you on social media, where they can purchase products. Tell us more where they can reach out to you and thank you for being here personally. All right. My um, website is ritualwaters.com. And I have my phone number on my, so if you need to contact me via phone or have questions about anything on my website, feel free to drop me a line or give me a call. And uh, it's, but, but it's ritualwaters.com and that's where my shop is and with, with between the products and also the soap class. Okay. Well, let us know how you like Marilyn's products. Marilyn, I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for your inspirational words today. I learned a lot from you. I feel motivated and who knows, maybe I'll create a line and uh, take some classes. So thank you for being here. You're most, you're most welcome. Thank you for the opportunity too. Thank you for listening to Invention Brand Podcast with your host, attorney Andrea Evans. Wasn't this interview incredible? We hope you found this episode informative and inspiring and that you feel empowered to make the best decision for your brand. We wish you the best of luck in your journey. And we hope to hear from you soon about the amazing name you've chosen for your business and products. Contact the law firm of Andrea Hintz Evans, LLC, to help you protect and enforce your patents, trademarks, and copyrights. 
follow us on social media at Evans IP Law or check our website at www.evansiplaw.com. Thanks for tuning in to Invention Brand Podcast.